Blog Talk Radio. Good evening, everyone. As everyone knows, we are um, we have the pleasure of talking to Miss Dale Rowell, uh, who is portraying Andrea Gridell in the new hit series Under the Dome on CBS. But before Under the Dome, Ms. Rowell has had a recurring role as Maxine Fortenberry on the uber-popular cable series True Blood. Her other television credits include such hit series as The Office, Grey's Anatomy, and Friends, just to name a few. And her film credits include Seven Pounds starring Will Smith and the Mexican starring Brad Pitt and Julia Roberts. She can be seen in the upcoming films Untold and The Pretty One. On Under the Dome, she will be packing serious heat as Andrea Grinnell, who in the Under the Dome novel by Stephen King was described as the third selectman town official. In the novel, this character is one to watch out for, so we will see the wonderful Ms. Rao in this dynamic new role. Let's welcome to the airwaves, Dale Rao. Hi, Dale. Deb, thank you so much for the lovely introduction. It's nice to talk to you again. Absolutely. It's wonderful to have you. So, um, as you as you said, we're having a heat wave in Los Angeles, and uh, it's very warm. It is crazy here. It's crazy. I don't know. I think it's supposed to last a little while longer, but um, we're just we're very grateful to have air conditioning, and I noticed a lot of people were at the movies this weekend. Yes. Anything to get out of the heat. Yeah, um, right. Okay, so let's let's start out with Under the Dome. You have been cast as Andrea Grindel on the new hit CBS hit series Grindel. Sorry, um, Under the Dome. What can you tell us about your character, and how does your character like fit into the title of Under the Dome? Where does that fit? Well, um, first of all, I, I guess people might want to know if they don't that it's it's been made. Um, CBS has made it, and it is um, uh, featured as a 13-part summer series, kind of like um, you know a special for the summer. And um, Steven Spielberg's company Amblin is producing it, so we have you know really heavy hitters behind us. So that's fantastic, and. Um, for people who read the book, we the the bones of the book are definitely in the television series. Uh, lots of the characters are pretty much the same. My character isn't really. Um, in the book, she was, as you said, uh, in the town council, and um, she was also a meth addict, and she had terrible oh. difficulties with that, of course. But I'm not that. In this time, um, they have changed Andrea's character a bit, and now she is a sort of, you know, um, long-time resident of the town, but she's also a hoarder. (laughs) Oh! Yes, so the first 
time you see me, which was last week in the pi- in the first episode, which was the pilot, actually, um, I'm standing on my porch and I've got all the junk around me, and you know I'm wearing like a bunch of clothes that don't match, and my hair is wild, and you know it's not a glamorous role by any stretch, but that's okay. It's very fun, and um, and so I am kind of watching everything that goes on in the town, and of course nobody believes me when I start sort of saying something's wrong, um, You need there are things happening that no one's paying attention to, uh, what about this? I call the, um, the sheriff, he doesn't believe me because they just think I'm this nutty woman. Um, but then as time passes, uh, people are starting to pay attention to what I've been saying. And um, then later in the show, things happen that where I turn out to be kind of helpful. And um, I don't want to say too much about that right. because I don't want to... You know, ruin everything. But um, basically, um, I'm just there to uh, be sort of um, um, a character who's warning everyone that something is wrong. And, um, you know, let's see, tonight's episode two, and there will be more revealed um, uh, that things, even more than, well, not more, nothing could be worse than having a dome put over your town, but there is something really, there's some bad stuff going on in the town, which is called Chester's Mill. So Chester's Mill is in trouble. So it's pretty fun. It's pretty fun. And, you know, if anybody saw the, well, actually, we know a lot of people saw the first episode, which was so Absolutely. fun. Um, the, the special effects are amazing. They just do an awesome job. And, you know, so there's more to come as far as that goes. And, uh, you know, I don't think people will be disappointed. But it was so great that it was so popular and so well-received. It was just wonderful because everybody's worked so hard. And, you know, sometimes it doesn't always go that way. So, you know, this was – it was great. It was just wonderful. Wonderful. Now – under the dome, um, can you tell us, like, is there a particular uh, definition of what this is, or is this series going to bring out what is under the dome, what we're finding out under the dome? Well, a little of both. Um, you know, the, uh, the the dome sudden it just appears one afternoon or one morning very suddenly. It's a clear um, dome that no one can get in. You can't get in. You can't get out. Um, so, of course, in the first episodes, you see cars driving into it, people running into it, a plane crashes into it, birds fly into it, and of course. Um, you, so people that live in Chester's Mill are trapped, and so what what the show is about is how did the dome get there, who put it there, how can we get out of there, the government gets involved, is it a government plot, How you know what's going to happen, how long will it stay, and then the show is also about what happens to the people who live in the little town and um, how politics get involved and personalities and their factions are developed and there's lots of infighting and, you know, as I said, there's you, the, it'll be revealed that there's something very kind of um, criminal going on mm. and uh, it's like this, it's sort of like a microcosm of the world. <laughs> So you know, as, as the episodes go along, um, more is revealed and more is revealed. But, you know, so far, um, 
we don't know. I mean, I think I've read up to, you know, not episodes 9 or 10, and so far we're, we're not sure what the heck is happening with that dome. Oh, very cool. <laughs> Sounds like a, it sounds like an awesome uh, series, absolutely. Well, Stephen King, you know, he wrote the book, and he can't. He's just amazing. So, you know, mm-hmm. it's going to be. That, you know, right there, it's going to be good. Absolutely, absolutely. Um, speaking of Stephen King, as you, uh, as everyone knows, uh, the series is based on the book by Stephen King. But as you said, your character is kind of different than the one in the book. What um what kind of influence did Stephen have over this project, if any? And does he does he talk to the to the cast regularly, or is he just in talks with like the producers if he's part of the project? I, I would say he's just really in talks with the producers primarily. Um, I know that he was he came to visit the set on the first day of shooting, and that was you know exciting for everybody. Um, <laughs> But I think, you know, he um, he trusts these producers and I'm certain, you know, trusts the, the Spielberg company. And um, I think he's just letting people kind of be. And I, I've heard through the grapevine that he's approved of the changes that they've made and is enjoying them and in some cases has said, oh, I should have thought of that. <laughs> so um, he's very, very pleased, I guess, with how things are going. But um, as far as I know, I could be wrong, but I think he really hasn't shown up for uh, actual shooting except for the first first day, and that was, you know, just sort of to send, start things off with a bang. Right, right. Okay, so so you've been on many films, um, many TV series. You've been on location um, before, obviously, with True Blood and everything. But what what kind of um, what kind of challenges did you face on location this time? Being uh, that this is uh, a lot of outdoor, right? It's just yeah. a lot of outdoor shooting. What kind of challenges did you take? Well, let's see. Um, we shoot the show in Wilmington, North Carolina, which is a beautiful city, and they have a lot of film and television work that goes on there. They have these huge um, movie studios there, and so they've got all these production facilities and all the all wonderful crews, and you know they they're just really just doing great business there. So with this show. Um, we have done some shooting at night and uh you know that lasts till 3 or 4 in the morning and what in earlier in the season it was very cold but now it's um even in the in night it it doesn't ever cool down very much but i what comes to mind is uh, oh, a month or so ago i was there and we were shooting um a big scene outside and uh we were there all day and it was about 95 degrees with about 98% humidity and a lot of us were wearing sweaters and you know stuff like that so it was intense but they take real good care of us and you know um make sure you drink a lot of water and and um try to get you access to air conditioning when they can and and um you know just the crew or the people that just really take the brunt of it cuz they work so hard but um you know it it's a the weather is a challenge like it like it would be here but um mm-hmm. there you know we're not used to 
to a lot of humidity. So you got to kind of work up to that and sort of um, just give over. When I I remember when I got off the plane, um, I was talking to somebody next to me, and he said, "Okay, the thing to do is just just accept it and um, just don't." spend a lot of time complaining about it. You just have to give over and it helps. He said you won't be cool, but at least your attitude will be better. <laughs> so right. that's, what, that's what I tried to do. Basically well, that. Well, it 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 sounds like um it would be a challenge for h- how much of a challenge was it for the makeup artist to keep you guys um yeah. have the makeup on without sweating it off. Yeah, that's a challenge and they just kind of keep Putting it on and powdering you, and just uh, just just hoping for the best. But it it's definitely an issue. It it totally is. But you know they're pros and they work it out. And the scenes usually aren't very long, and the takes are chopped up, so you're not you know they powder you in between, so you don't look too too shiny. Oh, that's 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 amazing. Now, did you prefer? Um, Obviously, heat is is a, a difficult thing to, to work in. But do you like that as opposed to like working in the cold? I kind of prefer cold. Uh, I, I would prefer working in cold than than heat, probably because it's easier to get warm. You know, you can put on big big coats and all that. But you know, it's just an occupational hazard, and every <laughs> occupation has them. <laughs> absolutely, absolutely. Yeah, we, it's a champagne problem. That's what we say in our house. <laughs> that's, that's a great thing. Yeah. Um, so you you are a successful character actress in the entertainment business yeah. for years and years and years, who is always busy with work. Never, never are you not busy with work. What can you share with us about why it is that you are a success story in these trying times, especially right now, unlike some others that are not having any luck with with work? Well, I mean, thank you for those kind words. Uh, There have been times earlier in life when I had long stretches without work, and, um, you know, I always did uh, voiceover work and tried to get commercials and things like that to keep income coming in the house. Um, uh, So I've been through those patches, believe me, just like any actor. Um, Now I would say I've kind of, um, I've always been a character person and in college and things I'd play older roles and now I've sort of grown into my, to myself. So (laughs) I'm playing them, uh, you know, again at the right age. But I think um, basically, Deb, I guess I, I would say it's, it's just, um, um, it's persistence. Um, It's, um, trying to maintain uh, a normal life as well. I think it helps you mentally and keeps your attitude in the right place. I think that's helpful. Um, many of my friends are also, my my girlfriends are also character ladies, and we compete against each other, but nobody really no one really cares about it anymore because you know we've all been able to make a living and to have a career and 
and we're very supportive of each other. Um, but we do know lots of talented people who don't work. And mm-hmm. it's just, I can't say it's the luck of the draw, but there's a lot of luck involved in our business. But also it's it's sort of like you've got to keep um, studying. You need to keep, you know, uh, active as far as networking and, um, you know, seeing plays, seeing movies, you know, uh, seeing friends and shows, just keeping your presence out there. Um, as opposed to kind of going into depression and staying at home and watching television night and day, you know, um, I think it's a, it's a matter of um, basically, I'd say, persistence. And then, if you get an opportunity, uh, you better be ready for it. And that's probably the, the the main thing is if you get any opportunity, you've got to be able to. Uh, to do the job in a very professional way, and then your reputation is helped by that. Right. Sure. Well, going back to your recurring character on on True Blood, I mean, which is a phenomenon all its own, um, (laughs) what do you think is the secret to the show's overwhelming success? I mean, what, what do you think it is about that show that just, just speaks to everybody and is just a favorite. Well, a couple of things probably. I mean, first of all, it's very sexy. That helps always. Right. Um, right. It's also kind of, uh, a, 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 you know, fundamentally it's kind of about people who are outsiders. I mean, because like the vampire oh. world, they're outsiders. They're outside the mainstream. Um, and so I think everybody can really relate to an outsider because we've all felt that sure. at, uh, in some form or another. So I think that, I think the show is really, really well written and well conceived. Um, certainly it's well directed and acted, um, but the writers are amazing. And I think a lot of it is it's funny. I think that that helps enormously that it has a great sense of humor and kind of a, you know, um, a sarcastic streak to it. Um, but at the same time, the characters are pretty heartfelt. And, um, you know, it's just um, vampires have always been really popular and, you know, um, kind of it's a combination of danger and sexiness and humor, which is pretty fabulous. It's a pretty fabulous yeah, combination. Absolutely. Um, now, now going back to or finishing up with um, Under the Dome, what can you share about, like, um, some stories that you have uh, with your co-stars or things that have happened that you have experienced with your co-stars that you could share with us? Well, let's see. Um, there's a there's an actor coming on the show, I don't know if it's tonight, but soon, named Leon Rippey. And he, if people watched the show with Holly Hunter called Saving Grace, he played the guy who was her angel that kind of looked out for her. And if you once you see his face, you'll recognize him. He's been in a million, a million, you know, TV and movies. And um, I, I had the pleasure of meeting him and working with him a little bit. And he, I'll tell you, he was so gracious to everyone. He went up to every extra and shook their hand and introduced himself asked them questions mm-hmm. all through the day. He hugs everybody on the crew. Um, I, I just was so impressed with that. 
And um, I, it just made me realize, you know, that that people appreciate friendliness and and graciousness, and um, it just was a wonderful lesson. Um, and then again, the, the, another thing that comes to mind is um, this girl Natalie Martinez, who plays uh, uh, Linda on the show. She plays the deputy. Um, the last time I was there, she was really sick. She had a terrible oh. cold. And I was so impressed with how tough she was. I mean, she she put on her 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 deputy outfit, which is kind of very polyester, so it's hot. So we were out there, and it was you know hot. And man, she just uh, she just barreled through it, and she was very brave. And you know, she said, "Look, uh, this this will pass. I'll live." So I was I just was really impressed by that. Um, everybody is is so friendly. Um, you know, everyone's grateful to be on such a wonderful show, and um, a lot of the young people, it's sort of their first big thing. So, um, yeah, so they're just kind of amazed that they're there, and they're so excited. So it it, it, it lends a lot of nice energy to the proceedings. Absolutely. Now, how is, that, how is the atmosphere on Under the Dome versus like uh another production that you've worked on. I mean, is it is it have you have you run into obviously you've run into all kinds of atmospheres, uh not very friendly, very serious, yeah. uh, joking. Well, this one, you know, um this one is is um a little you know, it's sort of different because Everybody's uh, very happy to be doing it and excited, but it, the you know they don't know how it's going to be received yet. So everybody gets is every everybody's kind of like, oh boy, we hope this works. So oh, I I know it's going to be great, but you never know. So you know everyone was kind of nervous to see how it would be received. And so um, I haven't been working since it aired last week. So I'll be I'll be happy to see people and because uh, I'm sure they're just over the moon. But sometimes you're on sets where they've been doing the show for five years. And they're exhausted, or they're tired, or they don't like the producers, or you know, there's a lot of grumbling. But that's not the case on this one. Oh, that's that's fantastic to hear. That is fantastic to hear. I think that probably um, also Steven Spielberg probably has something to do with that. I would think. Yeah, I mean, my gosh, you know, I mean, he doesn't, as far as I know, come around. I mean, because it's shot in North Carolina. But if you, you know, if you figure if his company is producing this, then, then, um, you know, it's it's a high bar. It's really, you know, a, a great level to meet. Oh, absolutely, absolutely. Well, we want to thank you for um, joining us, telling us all about Under the Dome. I can't wait to see tonight's uh, episode. Um, again, this is uh, Dale Rouch, who plays Andrea Brunel on Under the Dome, and um, it's on uh, CBS, right? That's CBS? Right, 10 o'clock. 10, 10 o'clock, o'clock. CBS. <laughs> okay, <laughs> Thank you wonderful. So I appreciate it. It was great to talk to you. Absolutely, Dale. Thank you so much. You Have a great You too. Great. Have a great night. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Okay, this uh, this concludes our interview with um, Dale Rao. I hope everyone enjoyed it. We will be back with more interviews next week. Have a great evening and a wonderful fourth. This is Deb signing out.